Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Day 58, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So hello everyone and welcome back, and we hope that you are mooing good today. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So hello Marvin. Oh hello Dave. So, you know, I think Numbers might be my favourite book of the Bible. Ah, because of the talking donkey? Yeah, yeah, you know, I didn't know there was a talking animal like me in there. Well, Myron, I'm glad you're enjoying Numbers, but actually today is our last day in Numbers and our only day in Deuteronomy. Oh, wow, we're really picking up the pace, huh? We are, but before we get to that, it is Wednesday, so let's say hello to our friend Benjamin. Hey, it's Wednesday, everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Oh, Hi, everyone. Well, hello, Benjamin. And Benjamin, this is the tenth time that you've come to visit us. Oh, wow, really? Hmm, time sure flies when you're hilarious. Okay, well, let's hear this week's joke. Okay, well, this one's in honor of our talking friend, Balaam's donkey. Oh, great. Get ready to laugh. So, what do you call a donkey with only three legs? Hmm, I don't know. What do you call a donkey with three legs? A wonky. (laughs) A wonky. Okay, well, thank you very much, Benjamin. And, well, we will see you next Wednesday. Oh, yeah, sure thing, Dave. Bye. Bye, Benjamin. Okay, Marvin, on to today's reading. Now, we have spent about the last 14 days or so reading about the Israelites and all the time that they spent out in the wilderness. That long, huh? Yes, but now we're reaching the very end of those 40 years that they were going to spend there. It's almost time for them to enter the promised land. Okay, okay, well, who's reading today? Today, it's our friend Deirdre. Oh, hi, Deirdre. Hello, everyone. Today's reading is from Numbers, chapter 27, verses 12 to 20. And then we're going to go to Deuteronomy, chapter 34, verses 1 to 12. So we'll start with Numbers. Joshua becomes Israel's new leader. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain, in the Abiram range. See the land I have given the Israelites. After you have seen it, you too will join the members of your family who have already died. You will die just as your brother Aaron did. The community refused to obey me at the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the desert of Zin. At that time, you and Aaron did not obey my command. You did not honour me in front of them as the holy God. Moses spoke to the Lord. He said, Lord, you are the God who gives life and breath to all living things. Please put someone in charge of this community. Have that person lead them and take care of them. Then your people won't be like sheep without a shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, Joshua, the son of Nun, has the ability to be a wise leader. Get him and place your hand on him. Have him stand in front of Eleazar, the priest, and the whole community. Put him in charge while everyone is watching. Give him some of your authority. Then the whole community of Israel will obey him. 
Joshua will stand in front of Eleazar the priest. Eleazar will help him make decisions. Eleazar will get help from me by using the Urim. Joshua and the whole community of Israel must not make any move at all unless I command them to. Moses did just as the Lord commanded him. He got Joshua and had him stand in front of Eleazar the priest and the whole community. Then Moses placed his hands on Joshua and he put him in charge of the people. He did just as the Lord had directed through Moses. And moving then to Deuteronomy chapter 34 verses 1 to 12. Moses dies. Moses climbed Mount Nebo. He went up from the plains of Moab to the highest slopes of Pisgah. It's across from Jericho. At Pisgah, the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead all the way to Dan. Moses saw the whole land of Nephtali. He saw the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh. The Lord showed him the whole land of Judah all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. Moses saw the Negev desert. He saw the whole area from the valley of Jericho all the way to Zohar. Jericho was known as the city of palm trees. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, This is the land I promised to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. I told them, I will give this land to your children and their children. Moses I have let you see it with your own eyes, but you will not go across the river Jordan to enter it. Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab. It happened just as the Lord had said. The Lord buried the body of Moses in Moab. His grave is in the valley across from Beth Peor. But to this day, no one knows where his grave is. Moses was 120 years old when he died, but his eyesight was still good. He was still very strong. The Israelites mourned over Moses on the plains of Moab for 30 days. They did it until their time for weeping and crying was over. Joshua, the son of Nun, was filled with wisdom. That's because Moses had placed his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to Joshua. They did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, Israel has never had a prophet like Moses. The Lord knew him face to face. Moses did many signs and amazing things. The Lord had sent him to do them in Egypt. Moses did them against Pharaoh, against all his officials and against his whole land. No one has ever had the mighty power Moses had. No one has ever done the wonderful acts he did in the sight of all the Israelites. Thanks, Deirdre. Oh, Dave. I wasn't expecting that. So, well, that's, I guess, where Moses' part of the big story ends, huh? Yep, Moses had completed the work God had for him. He had seen God do amazing things and God had used him to do amazing things. But now it was time for him to go home to be with God. And it was time for someone else to lead the Israelites. Yeah, so so Joshua's taking over, huh? Yep, Joshua is the guy. And so tomorrow we're moving on to the book of Joshua where we'll read about his part of God's big story. Dave, do you think Moses was sad when God showed him the promised land? But, well, he knew he wouldn't get to go there. 
Well, maybe a little, Marvin, but I think what we see when God takes him up the mountain is, well, just how much God cared about and loved Moses. The consequence for Moses' sin at Meribah meant he wasn't going to enter the promised land, but here, right at the very end of his life, when Moses is very old and probably tired from leading those grumbling Israelites around for the last 40 years, God gives him one last treat on earth. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I hadn't thought about it like that. Yeah, right before he died, Moses got to look over the land, and I think it was God saying, Look, you see, Moses, all the struggle, all the grumbling you put up with, everything that has happened in the last 40 years, look, it was all worth it. Look what I'm giving to your people. This is what I've been leading them to. And you know, I like to think that Moses died with a huge smile on his face and not a tear in his eye because he wouldn't get to go. Oh, yeah, I like that too, Dave. And just as good as that promised land looked... Remember, the moment Moses closed his eyes and died, well, he opened them up in heaven, which is a better place than we can even imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose he really traded up, huh? He did. And, you know, I know we've prayed about it before, boys and girls, but today, thank God again that if you've asked Jesus to forgive your sins, you have an amazing place in heaven, a place better than anything that we can even imagine. It's right there waiting for us. So no matter what we go through in life, no matter what you're going through right now, it is wonderful to know that when we close our eyes for the last time on earth, we will open them up in heaven and we will be with God forever. Amen. Well, look, that's it for today. So we'll say goodbye and we will see you all tomorrow and we will start that new book. Okay, great. Okay, well, bye everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and John.